0: Listener Production.
1: As cute as a little Mary Kate or Ashley, Aww. sometimes these two cherubs get mixed up too. It's Matt and Alex, all day breakfast.
2: Oh, my heart was singing yesterday, Alex Dyson, as I cruise through Brisbane City,
1: proud
2: of my hometown. <laughs> Just glowing a buzz with life thanks to NRL Magic Round, where every game of this week's NRL was played. Uh, At Suncorp Stadium. People just from all stretches of the city coming into town on their motorized scooters, zooming down the bike paths, in the pubs and cafes, walking through the tunnels. It was amazing.
3: Over nature strips without good paths in the city. (laughs) One of your biggest gripes. (laughs)
2: Okay, yes. I still have to write to my local councillor about that. Uh, Expect a letter soon. Got some advice from my dad about it. Um, But. Yeah, I had one. want lunch.
3: some advice? We, we should get both dads on to give you strongly worded letter advice.
2: Well, I noticed that they got some new like speed bumps and like you know slow down little. You know what are they called? Sh- shira- chicane, sh- chicane sort of thingies to mm. stop people from going down the uh, the street too fast. And I was like, how'd you get this done? And they were
3: yeah. like, oh, let me tell you. Well, you got to take my dad's method, and that is right... Letters to the council complaining about the new library from the computers in the new library. I mean, that's just like <laughs> rubbing it in their face. We're going to do just right there and eyeball them the whole time, touch tight, Any- and just stare at them.
2: Anyway, shout out to the Dolphins for having a big win and the Broncos for having a big win. And, and for you for having a big win by listening to today's episode of Matt and Alex. It's an absolute beauty.
3: Yeah, we're going to be starting off with some thank yous. It is a very big show. Hope you had a great weekend. Let's jump into it. I'm Alex. That is Matt. And this. All day breakfast.
1: Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast.
3: Well, Matt, we should say right off the back a big thank you to everyone who came along, listened to, or tried to live stream uh, Matt and Alex's third birthday live from Comedy Republic. What a night!
2: (laughs) Before we get into the actual fun (laughs) hysteria of the (laughs) night, uh, can we just chat about? The minutes beforehand, uh, before doors were opened, what? and I saw I saw behind the mask of Alex Dyson's shiny facade. No, mate, that was
3: just my tight jeans, son. <laughs> that was just the tight it jeans. It was
2: the first show in the brand new Comedy Republic room, and <laughs> what were things... Well,
3: I mean, it was down to the last minute, mate. To flip the room, we have to move <laughs> the cameras around and pull out all the cords and putting them back in... Uh, they were not working for the live stream. So, sincerest apologies to oh, those no, people who you missed. missed it. Lucky we did put it at the bargain basement price of $5, which was then <laughs> refunded. But whew, um, <laughs> I was stressed and we held it up. <laughs> it people entering the room, it was like, okay, we've just got to go. We've just got to go. But thank you very much for um, for understanding those difficulties. But once we did get on stage, Matt, the party just didn't stop. Oh my God, I felt at home, not just in
2: my scucks leather jacket, thanks to one producer Bronwyn's, uh, who, whose jacket was I wearing?
1: Um, I think that was my dad's. Oh, uh, was something.
2: <laughs> Your dad's. What about me? Yeah.
1: Also, I think that was also a dad jacket. I think your wow. dad
2: was a leather man, wasn't he, Bron?
1: Back in, yeah, decades ago, we had a lot floating around. Blame
3: it on the leather man. <laughs> um, uh, but that was fun. Illy popped by. He was great. Yeah. I um, uh, hope you enjoyed listening to the show. If you missed Friday's show, it's well worth a uh, a listen. It was it was really interesting to do a live horoscopes as well, Matt. That was a fun, fun uh, part of the evening. You were scribbling them
2: down. I mean, sorry, <laughs> you were... Seeing into the future, um, <laughs> literally ten minutes before the show. So not only are you worried about the live stream not working, not only are you worried about how many people are going to fit into the brand new fit out of your comedy club, but you're trying to predict people's futures. It was it was hectic.
3: Well, I did try to predict the future. Going, oh, I don't need to write these. Producer Bron is going to be doing a clickfish because that's obviously the greatest uh, all day breakfast segment of all time. But no, the people voted and horoscopes won, so it was. Good in the end. Bron, how did you see the night go?
1: Yeah, it was amazing. It was so much fun. It was I was very relieved to be honest. <laughs> if I can You do.
3: called <laughs> that win so early. Yeah.
2: It, I reckon you saw one rat go up and you were like, it's horoscopes, horoscopes is one.
1: <laughs> there was enough that I think they it did win.
3: <laughs> how long did it take you to laminate 125 way too rat long, dog way too A4 long. sheets of paper? Can we Pages. talk about the after party though? The aftermath Because there was. Well, let's ask from an editing perspective, because I want to see the person who put this whole beast together so you could hear it on Friday, bright and early, Chris Marsh. How did you uh, see the evening go past?
4: Oh, it was great. I mean, I've been out of this show for a little while. I'm popping back in for a cameo for a couple of weeks and got to do a live show. So that was always a bunch of fun.
2: And are you jealous that you missed the uh, after celebrations?
4: Are you a karaoke man, Chris Marsh? Not really a karaoke person at all, no. Oh, really? Turns out, well, I hear uh, enough bad singing working at a radio station. Well, uh, if you are a karaoke
3: person, this will probably turn you off the entire oh, thing.
2: No, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. Can we talk about. <laughs> So can we just, can we just talk about Bron Doyzak, right? Bron Doyzak has, has gone, I can't talk publicly. Okay. I refuse to talk publicly. Yeah. Brought to tears by the very thought of talking in front of a crowd. Everyone backs up, goes home. There is a small intimate collection of people there. The first thing she's like, wait, who's, who's keen for karaoke? Let's go. <laughs> Let's go next door, karaoke. Suddenly, she's hurling abuse at me because I was like, I want to go home. It's late. And Bron's like, what, Matt? Come on, you got to come out. Can't believe you're going home. I stayed out for this. This is ridiculous. So then Daiso was so has, aggressive.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah,
2: sure, Bron, sure. Didn't seem like it at the time. Anyways, I was up against the wall, Bron. I could feel the spittle in my face as you poked your finger at me. Saying you better lift your game, son. I
1: was just saying the old Matt would have done it, is I think, <laughs> what I was saying. <laughs> that is a That's peer even, pressure classic. <laughs>
3: that is even more brutal, okay? Well, should we be talking about the uh, the peak of the evening? I mean, karaoke is great. The actual show was great. But the I think the greatest moment of it came after, I think just after you left, Marshy. Because after that, you headed off and we're having a conversation about, oh yeah, Marshy's just filling in. You you know, do a lot of work with other shows. Here on Listener, including Hamish and Andy, mm-hmm. including, you're so at the intersect of there that you were at their boat party and hurt your leg jumping off the boat. Did we talk about that on the podcast at the time? Maybe not. Maybe we haven't talked about it. I don't
2: think we did talk about it because I feel like it was a sensitive topic at the time, Marshy. And, and feel oh, free not to- not for me. Well. <laughs> Well, no, mean? I mean,
3: well, it's for anyone with and stomach, probably so. a
4: bit more traumatized by it than I am. I've never really had a problem with
3: it. Well, we better pop a squirmy warning on for uh, for anyone who does get the squirmies. But what, what happened? What, it was on Sydney Harbour, yeah?
4: Well, we were having a lovely afternoon out on Sydney Harbour, having our Christmas party um, on a yacht.
3: Oh, the old Matt and Alex Christmas party wasn't quite that <laughs> decadent. Just <a> karaoke, <laughs> is it? Yeah. <laughs> I guess speaking of leaving you with a scar um, from karaoke, (laughs) what happened, Marshy? a large
4: one. Uh, And So we were jumping off the yacht into the water, having a great time. I went to jump off one more time and slipped on the edge of the boat and kind of my knees came out from under me and and I went down the side of the boat kind of head first. And as I came down, my leg got hooked on the cleat that you tie a rope around, you know, you tie a figure eight Ugh. rope oh, around no. like the
3: blunt metal yep. hooky things. That Less adjectives, please, Marshy. Let's just go pure, pure oh my god, my mind no. is already starting to squirm.
4: I was hanging off the side of the boat by my <laughs> leg with my please. head just in the water. No. Um, I was able to get my head up. The guys jumped in, kind of pushed my shoulders up, but I was still hanging. And I didn't really know what I'd done. At this stage, I thought I'd hooked my foot under the railing, like a, you know, how you would hook your foot on a monkey bar and hang. Mm. That's what I thought. Cause I was hanging obviously. Anyway, they lifted me off. I fell in the water. Still not really knowing what I'd done, kind of swam around to the swim platform at the back of the boat and, uh, got up there and then saw that the bottom half of my leg kind of flopped open. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we can even put this out. Oh, no. Uh, I didn't even know this. Fine. And I mean, yeah. So then there was ambulances called and, you know, 10 firemen having to lift me off a boat and, um, all of this sort of stuff. And amazing. Like people kind Mm. of came from everywhere. There was like dinghies coming from from the side going, I'm a doctor. I'm a nursing (laughs) student. Um, and. Yeah, everyone kind of, but I was fine Mm. and and most amazing was not in any real pain, not really knowing too much what I'd done and ultimately fairly lucky in that Mm. pretty much all I took out was skin and flesh. (laughs) How Um, many stitches? I never counted it. Um, I do have one photo with the stitches. I, I mean, it'd have to be more than 60 or something. That's a big, um, that's a big mischief. Now that, ended that up quite... three weeks in hospital in Sydney. Oh um, my God. Now that they is. They did a... four operations and I ended up with a skin graft because they had some of the skin and stuff died. And so then I had to have a skin graft later on where they took a piece of skin from my thigh and grafted it onto my mm. lower leg. Oh but now... my
2: gosh.
4: Didn't hit a bone, didn't hit a muscle, didn't
3: break my leg, didn't, which is amazing given what, how it actually happened. Mm. So yeah. Mm. Now Marshy, that story came up. On Wednesday night, after the live show, um, and it was followed by one of the most remarkable sentences I've ever heard from Matt O'Kine. After hearing, not to the, um, not to that incredible detail, but a lot of it. After hearing that, Bron Doizak, you're you know better what Matt said in this instance. After hearing that, what did Matt say?
1: Matt said, "I can't believe I'm getting turned on right now." <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, that was a
2: Probably
3: joke. Sex you the no. pictures of my open it was leg. Off, it was a joke. <laughs> no, it wasn't. You thought that we were arguing with you about something. It was like, oh, did he fall oh, off the that's boat? that's right. Or did he do this? Or did he do this? And we we're like, no, Matt, he did. It. He massively did did his, did his leg. And Matt goes, I can't believe I'm getting turned on right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Like, no, that's bro, right. 60 stitches? <laughs> I mean, not, no, I don't want to kick shame, okay, but I you've got to that. really yeah. sort no, yourself out. No, it was out, the mate.
2: emphasis. It was the emphasis. <laughs> I said, I can't believe I'm getting turned on right now. You guys were turning on me. Oh, you weren't turning me on. I didn't say, I can't believe I'm getting turned on right now.
3: I was saying, I can't believe I'm getting turned on right now. <laughs> well, I don't know, Matt. I, everyone heard what was said. It was a bizarre time to be saying that and doing that.
2: Emphasis
3: um, is everything. Lower leg skin grafts, eh? Hey? <laughs>
2: All I'm saying is there if there's not an OnlyFans, there will be soon, <laughs> all
3: right? Oh boy. Anyway, uh if emphasis has dogged you at some stage, please feel free to let us know. matt.and.alex. Given you so turned on, Matt, do you want a photo? Do you want me to text it? <laughs> no. Text it privately to Matt, please. <laughs> no, just show yeah, okay.
4: I'll have a look. On, don't look at the, the vid. The, I don't the don't look cam at right the zoom. Now, Alex. Okay, yeah, oh, okay, okay, I'll turn my head. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh my god, that is so much worse. That is, it's like, okay, just to to give you an idea of what it's like. I
3: also don't want to hear it. That is (laughs) so. No, 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 no,
2: no. no. (laughs) Oh my God, that is so much bigger than I thought we were going to say. And also, do you know what it looks like? Alex Tyson, it looks like the bottom half of Chris Marsh's leg is starring in the Robbie Williams rock DJ video clip. No,
3: no, thank you.
2: That is honestly what it looks like. And you know what bit I'm
3: talking about. Yeah. That's all everyone done? Everyone like done? Like the whole
2: shin and calf kind no, of area? Enough! Oh, enough! wow.
3: Looking after my squirmy prone listeners and <laughs> myself. <laughs> Order up! Just how you
2: like it, it's perfect.
3: Well, it was pretty hard to try and do a bit of a Keanu Reeves and start dodging the bullets of... Coronation news over the weekend. I tried my best, Matt. Tried to avoid it, but it was very difficult. Did you did you get into much coronation stuff? Oh, I saw a lot of
2: headlines. I mean, the one that jumped out to me is the people who mowed that dick and balls into
3: that <laughs> grass area of like a uh, I, was it a was it a coronation I tried, party in Bath? Tried and true uh, schoolies method, perfect, perfectly executed there.
2: Yeah, um, but no, I didn't really see much. I understand that Harry had to head home almost immediately afterwards to get to Archie's birthday party. And there was a lot of sort of talk about that. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're going to go to your kid's birthday party over,
3: you know, it
2: doesn't matter. Your dad it's, becoming you know, king. Yeah. I, I just wouldn't, mm. I don't care what what's, you know, you, that's what you do. Yeah, It is still I'm pretty sorry. wild.
3: Like I remember I first found out about the, um, uh, Princess Diana Camilla Parker Bowles, you know, affair and controversy. Through Austin Powers, you know, when Doctor Evil's like, "We'll pretend that uh, he had an affair unless he pays us a hefty ransom." And they're like, "That did happen. He did have it. He admitted it." And I'm like, "Oh, that's that's where I found out the news," <laughs> which is pretty yeah. funny. But they, yeah, they seem to be quite a um, quite a funny old family. And the funniest thing, <laughs> the funniest thing that stuck out to me was. <laughs> Was the fact that when they were sitting there, because I don't know much about why there's this this Harry and everyone beef or whatever, but I found the photo so funny where, I think it was Princess Anne. And is that, is that the queen's sister? Or is that? Her daughter. Right. And that's the new king's, Charles's sister. Yes. Right. Where she was sitting and she decided to, to wear this weird little helmet thing with a red feather going right up. And she was sat directly in front of Prince Harry, and so the feather was blocking the TV footage of his
2: face. Just getting cropped from his own dad's coronation with the red
3: (laughs) feather. I just thought that was the most petty thing Well, do you reckon, on, you reckon she did that on purpose? Well, I'm sure the coronation's like you know the MCG in the rain. You can't have an umbrella blocking everyone's <laughs> way. If, Princess <laughs> Anne, you've got to be wearing a poncho. You can't have your feathers up. <laughs> have your feathers flopping down by the side, please. <laughs> a straight up. Who wears a straight up feather?
2: And I, I believe Megan was not present at the well, coronation as well, which
3: created well, a little bit more tension. Well, Matt, was she not? Because I saw a news <laughs> headline as well. That people are saying that there was a dude who looked like he was wearing a disguise, and they thought like Megan was like Benjamin buttoning it. It had all the makeup on to dress up as an old no, white man with a moustache. Sorry, mustache. are you kidding me? <laughs> Look it up. Look up the this conspiracy theory <laughs> that she that Megan went dressed as a man, like Mission Impossible. Do you know how they on the they have the face like you know, when over John the top.
2: John Saffran dressed up as like a black
3: guy? <laughs> yeah, basically.
2: Oh my god! No way! What do you reckon?
3: Did they find out who that dude is? He looks <laughs> sus as. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Well, it's the first. I thought that. I thought that she skipped the coronation to be with her for her son's birthday. Okay, that's what I thought. But
3: maybe, maybe she got the, the world's best makeup team, um, wig makers, and came together and sat there to watch it incognito. <laughs> Oh my God. Anyway, I just found that hilarious. People like <laughs> journalists taking those wild comments and going and writing a news story about it. That's quite hilarious. But it was quite a petty little moment there with, with a little feather head block. So we did ask you, what is what is the pettiest grudge you've ever had? And uh, people got in touch on matt.n.alexmanokine.
2: Matt yeah. Amber said a local flower power shop. We have got a grudge against them because they wouldn't accept my coloring in competition entry because it was 10 minutes past the deadline. Oh. I was four years old. Oh. It still
3: makes me upset. <laughs> it would. Well, deadlines are a kind of line and you're coloring outside them. So <laughs> sorry, Amber. <laughs> <laughs> um, Harvey got in touch as well, Alex Tyson. I have a petty grudge against Kevin Rudd because he once gave me a weak handshake. Oh, <laughs> That's not like Kev Osev, is it?
2: I feel like Kevin would do like a full, really beady-eyed
3: kind of stare and a, a solid shake every time. Well, uh, Harvey shook the man's hand and says it was a little bit limp. So thank you, Harvey, for that one. Dave, part of a strata scheme, my neighbours voted no against our dog. It's not a petty grudge, though, F them. <laughs>
2: uh, yep, and what a pleasure it was to be a part of that vote, Dave. <laughs> now... Uh, <laughs> oh, I licked
3: the pen, dipped it in my own blood,
2: and gave that Noah a big tick. No, bats uh, no, oh,
3: better against, against dogs.
2: Those no bounds. I have a petty grudge against them. Yeah, uh, except for Freddie. Shout out to Freddie, who came over to my house over the weekend. Dinner time, Duke's dog. Um, he was a lovely member of our little lunch party that we had. Uh, but we've also got Ginger on the line. Ginger, you got a petty grudge against your cousin.
0: I do. Well, I, I actually think it might be the other way around. Um, oh. So she was the MC for my reception in September last year. Mm. And while we were off um, having, you know, fun post-wedding times in a hotel, she was staying with us in our place, looking after the, the cat while we were away. And we came back to a bit of a surprise. I don't know if you guys have heard of wedding pranks, um, but basically wow. she pulled a wedding prank on us. Um, okay. new, thing, new thing for me, she hid glitter throughout our entire house.
3: She hid glitter throughout your house.
0: Yes. Oh, my God. And,
3: like, is it, like, in drawers, in the fridge?
0: In socks, fold up in drawers, in linen, in the linen cupboard, on the top of the bed, under the doona, under the sheet, under the mattress protector, under This is a
2: crime, Ginger. This is vandalism. Like, I would prefer people to break into my house and steal the television than do that.
0: Yeah, so probably no surprise then. We didn't find it very funny or we didn't take it very well Mm. and very calmly (laughs) asked her and her partner to clean it up before they left because they were driving back to Sydney and they said, oh, that'll take a while and we were like, you better start. Like (laughs) two and a half hours later, they said they got most of it because they couldn't remember where they hid it all. We're still (laughs) finding it. We were also getting a puppy on the Monday following. And this was a house that we'd bought um, a couple of months prior. So we're not leaving anytime soon. And this is where the grudge comes in, right? Because it hasn't
2: started. Wow. Wow. You are very well, patient, Ginger.
0: Yeah, one has to be, right? It's family. Gotta love family. Um, but I sent a message a couple of days later saying thank you for emceeing, did an amazing job. Here's photos of the puppy. Hope the Drive back was all good. You know, thank you for cleaning before you left. Really subtly dropped it in. Mm. She hasn't replied. Oh. I haven't when heard from them. September, middle of September. <laughs>
2: Oh, my God.
0: And I was going to try and offer an olive branch, you know, Christmas. I sent a Merry Christmas text. Mm-hmm. Christmas Eve, I pulled out a bath mat to put out new linen for guests who were staying for Christmas. Glitter oh everywhere. God. I oh was God. like, no <laughs> olive branch for you. <laughs> you were starting to weaken.
3: You were starting to get ready to, uh, to mend those wounds and copped another glitter bomb.
0: Yep,
2: yep. One day your kids will be like, Why don't we talk to Auntie, you know,
3: whatever? And you're like, <laughs> oh, you? we've
0: in our craft box. I don't yeah,
3: know. Yeah. Well, look, we do have a low court of Australia. Matt and I are very good mediators. If you do come down to it, we're happy to just talk it all through and everyone can, you know, move on. Do you know uh, what's well,
2: an- do you know, do you know what's annoying about this ninja? She's angry at you. The fact that she has replied <laughs> she is angry at you. She thinks that you uh, have bit. done the wrong thing here. <laughs> Yeah, and we're not like, funny
0: enough to take the joke, right? Yeah. <laughs> and they would have been steaming the whole drive home.
2: They would have been like, can you believe that Ginger made us do that after
3: I emceed her? I just cannot believe her. <laughs> I just love oh, wow. picturing someone really angry, but with glitter all over their face. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. In their hands, under yeah. their
3: nails, you know? Yeah. yeah. Just a sparkling, angry person. Well, Ginger, very, very much appreciate the call and we'll hopefully chat to you another time.
0: Yeah, awesome.
3: Thanks
1: guys.
3: Click, click, click. 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 Clickfish. Clickfish with Producer Bron. Yes, it's time for everyone's second favorite segment. It is <laughs> Clickfish <laughs> with no, no. Producer Bron broadcasting live from The safety of the Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast Studios.
1: Hello, <laughs>
3: yeah. This
2: little snapper refused to take the bait, uh, on well, Wednesday's party, but uh, you're gonna have to eat it all up here today
3: for our listeners, Bron. Well, what? you just said, Bron, what the difference between the on stage clickfish and the uh, the on stage karaoke was like uh, two Company Republic Negronis. That was it, <laughs> that's all it took. <laughs>
1: A, a bit of liquid, a responsible serving of liquid <laughs> courage, I think, got me over the line.
2: Um, what? Did, how, how did you spend the rest of the weekend? Now, because well, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of relief when you didn't have to do the, the. Uh public speaking, so yeah, how did you celebrate for the rest
3: of the weekend? I
1: was just right that high of not having to publicly speak. I just chilled out. It was so good. Um, Amazing.
3: And um, browsed the interwebs, I hope?
1: I did. Now, this was one that I was going to say if I was dragged on stage, so I thought I'd save it for today.
2: Oh, thank you.
1: <laughs> From the Daily Mail UK, headline Princess Die Hammer Woman is gobsmacked after spotting the face of the late royal while making her oh, lunch. No.
2: Oh, my God. No. Can we
1: stop seeing things in things? (laughs) Princess. All right, your twisty does not look
2: like
3: Camilla Parker Bowles. (laughs) Your ham sandwich doesn't look like Di. But what if the ham was one of those smiley face hams? That could look like anybody.
2: (laughs) I mean, so let me guess. A slice of ham and it had what this person believed to be Princess Di's face in it.
1: Yeah. Basically, that's it. She's from the U- She's from England. So,
3: but you needed to click on it just to be sure. Just to be sure,
1: she said everyone who's seen the slice of ham has been quote really spooked by it. Okay, and show
3: us, show us the ham.
1: One of her. This co- is one I look
3: like. Imagine if Matt saw Marshy's leg and goes, "Hang on a second, is that guy Sebastian? In <laughs> Marshy's mangled leg." Can you see this? Well, if you draw red over the top of it in the shape of a person, then yes. Okay, I'm sorry. I can see a woman image, sure,
2: but that is not Princess Di. That is at best some sort of 1700s Victorian ghost, you know, lady. Yep. Lady Cromwell of you know, <laughs> Oystershire or something. I don't know. Whatever. don't <laughs> <Or
3: Push-t-shire. laughs>
2: No. Goes well anyway. with ham. <laughs> Ooh, Lady Dijon. <laughs>
1: She said that one of her colleagues offered her thirty pounds, but she turned down the offer because she intends to preserve the piece of meat and wants it on display in her house. So, <laughs> this is another quote oh from the God. lady. She said, "I loved Princess Diana growing up. She was the people's princess. She was ham amazing.
2: As what? in ham-azing?
1: ham amazing. Ham <laughs> h a m amazing.
2: Ham <laughs> amazing." Oh, boy. Uh, good luck preserving that and having visitors over. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, is that a piece of ham on your wall? <laughs> well, thank you again, Bron, for clicking I think, on that. I think it looks a bit more like Kevin Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you very much for that one, Bron. What, uh, what else have you got for us?
1: This is from news.com, headline, Australia's most shocking schnitzel revealed.
2: A shopping uh, schnitzel. Mm-hmm. I, I heard about this because I believe a particular um, European beer cafe is doing some big schnitz.
1: Yes. So the Bavarian chain restaurant, mm-hmm. they're selling different kinds of schnitties. Mm -hmm. One is called The Sparkling Unicorn. I've got to grab, see if it sounds familiar.
3: Oh my God, I tried the most bizarre schnitty the other day. It was a chicken schnitzel topped with fairy bread and fairy floss. Like, total crime against chicken. It's from a restaurant chain called The Bavarian. This one's called The Sparkling Unicorn. It starts at about 35 bucks, and apparently it's been a hit.
2: What? Well, well, well.
3: Tell you what, oh. I tell you what, Ed Sheeran might have won his plagiarism case <laughs> over the weekend, but the the old Bavarian's gonna be a little bit of strife if Matt and I decide to contact our solicitors.
2: Um, although I do have to say, I saw a picture of this. They haven't put actual bread on theirs. They've they've inserted the middleman. Uh, put the mm-hmm. actual fairy bread on right. it.
1: A cheats version, I would say. <laughs>
2: Uh, And the fairy floss, I mean, what cafe with waffles, you know, isn't doing that these days? So I still think we're the OG, we're the original. Fairy schnitz. And, uh, you know, if you
3: want the real deal, come to Matt and Alex. That's it. Well, thank you very much, Bron, for keeping an eye on things for us over the weekend.
1: Thank you.
3: And we'll be chatting to you tomorrow, as we'll be chatting to you. Thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of All Day Breakfast. Good news, we are back again. Uh, same time, same place, same idiots. Same
2: Instagram page that you can <laughs> message us on, at matt.and.alex. Cheers, and see you tomorrow. Bye.
1: That's it. The All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs, at matt.and.alex. Oh, my God.